Hey, everybody, this is Chuck Everson from Villanova University, and welcome to the Big East Rewind. The Big East Rewind came about when Sonny Sparrow and I from Syracuse University were on a recruiting trip and became friends, and we've been friends ever since. And we had a bond that has developed over playing in the very tough Big East Conference. The Big East Rewind is all about Big East basketball, old school style with the battles and stories that came about during our time playing in the Big East. From the perspective of the media, coaches, former players, and even officials. So we hope you enjoy the Big East Rewind. Sonny and I have had this date circled on our calendar like we used to when we played against this guy. We have the great Patrick Ewing with us today on the Big East Rewind. Patrick talks all about his career at Georgetown. You're going to love it, so sit back. Relax and enjoy this edition of the Big East Rewind. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Big East Rewind. I'm your host, Chuck Everson, and of course, as always, my co-host is Sonny Sparrow. Sonny, how are you today? Doing great. This is a big one. We've been this, trying to get this Literally, one this is a, a big one. And, and you know what? It's great to have another big guy like myself in the room. Oh, God, here we guard. go. Oh, That's how we yeah. roll. You know that, Sonny. Oh, and, killing you know, me, man. And, and listen, it's, it's, and about, it's about time us big guys, you know, show those little guys, you know, a, a thing or two. That's oh, right, no. Patrick. You're, you're not. This show's going south quick. <laughs> yeah. It's the first time we've had a dream teamer on the, on the program, and uh, you know, of course, the head coach of the Hoyas and the great uh, basketball player, the great great Hoya legend, Patrick Ewing's joining us. Thanks for coming in, Pat. Oh, it's my pleasure, Chuck. You know, uh, I know we've been you've been trying to get me on for a while now, yeah. but. Finally, we were able to pencil it in, and I'm I'm happy to be on. Well, you got you got moves like a guard, Patrick. That's the problem, man. You just, <laughs> yeah. just well, move. Pat, I, move. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, man. You know, you're amongst friends. You know, even though Sonny played for the Orange Men, it's nothing to get excited about. We're both from New York, but I promise you, nobody's going to ask you for ID, Pat. Right? <laughs> nobody's going to ask you for we we know yeah. all too well who you are, my man. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's get started. So when you got recruited, when you when you came out of high school and went and went to Georgetown, when you guys came in and that whole class came in with with Chris and Eddie, and um, that was a changing point for the entire league. Were you at a young age of, of 18 or 19, however old you were, were you aware of what that meant to the league of guy of guys of your stature coming into the league at that point? You know, no, I was not. I didn't really get, I really wasn't aware of it until uh, I saw that Requiem of the Big East and saw how influential that our class was to the Big East. Um, but, you know, when you're going through it, you don't really have a time, have time to think about it. You're just focusing on, you know, yourself, your team, uh, and trying to be the best players that you can possibly be. Now, we did have some great guys and some great games. You talk about Chris, you talk about Ed, and the rest of the guys that came in uh, in our class and after. Um, the Big East was the hottest uh, conference in, in America. Right. Yeah, you were, you were a huge part of that, Pat. I mean, you know, when you came in, the whole thing changed. You guys uh, roared right to the Final Four your first year. Um, and, right. and and really, you set you set the tone early in in – the Big East as far as the physicality of play and how hard uh, you guys played. I mean, it ramped up for everybody. Everybody knew when in, in the schedule what day we were playing the Hoyas. Everybody had that date <laughs> circled on their calendar, man. That's all right. We got to play the Hoyas on this day. 
so we better be ready. What was that like, you know, knowing that you were going to get everybody's best effort every single night you guys took the floor? Well, it made sure that you uh, brought your A game. Um, You know, when when you're doing well, uh, and I guess when you have a player of my stature on the team, uh, you get everyone's uh, A game. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to to uh, be on a team with with four seniors. I think it was four or five seniors on on our, on that on that team. So, you know, uh, they were the elder statesmen. I was the young buck coming in, and you know, I just followed their lead. I just played hard, uh, tried to dominate, tried to block shots, rebound. When I had my opportunities to score, I scored. But uh, I just I bought into all the things that Coach Thompson. And the team we're doing, and and we were very successful doing it. Patrick, talk about Coach Thompson, because when what we talked to Mike Trangizi, and he said Coach Thompson called Dave Gavitt, says we signed the big guy, and then Dave Gavitt said we are gonna be off we're the charts the now. Yeah, so we're going to the garden. We're going happened. to the garden. That's it. So talk about how that happened, and, and just a little bit of your relationship with Coach Big Coach Big John. I I, I had a great relationship with Coach. Um, you know, the first time I saw him, I, w- I was a sophomore. Um, we're playing um, in one of the tournaments, uh, the, cha- the, the cha- one of the tournaments in, in, in Boston. We're playing against Boston Latin. They came up, he came up to recruit Paul Little. And, you know, Paul Little and I was friends, but we tried, we, were, we, were, we kicked their butts. Uh, and I was blocking everything. And I think that's the first time that he, he saw me. And I remember seeing him and Red Arback after the game walking to our locker room. And, you know, I had the opportunity to meet both both of them, Red and him. And wow. and then, you know, they they just started recruiting me, um, you know, that from that day on. Um, and then when he finally came to, to Boston to sit down with my mom and my dad and I, um, just the way that he spoke, the way that he carried himself. Um, you know, he was somebody that, that I could look up to. Uh, he looked like me, he played a position, and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was a, was a great marriage. And then coming here and, you know, seeing this place, seeing, being in D.C., you know, playing with all the guys that I played with, it was, it was a dream come true. Awesome. Yeah, when, when you guys get to that Final Four your first year, Right. And and the first five shots that they put up got thrown right back at them. Was that something that coach said, <laughs> hey, stadium? <laughs> yeah. I mean, was that that was unbelievable. Was that something that coach said, hey, Patrick, you know, send it back? to me. Yeah. He told me everything that came, that came to the basket, block it. I don't he didn't care oh. if it was goaltending or not. Just just block it. Um, and I did my best. I, I thought that two of them might have been goaltending, maybe three. But not all five of them. I thought a few of them were, but definitely uh, uh, great blocks. So I, I tell everybody that, you know, the officials wanted uh, Dean to get his first, his first championship. And then, you know, well, we played a great game. Both teams played great. It, it just came down to a mistake at the end, a mistake that happens a lot in, in our game. But unfortunately, at the time that it happened, it was just at the end of the game. And uh, we, we, we weren't able to win. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Just, just the, you know, like I said, when you guys come in and you and you change the whole style of of the game. So you guys were the type of guys that went you know, end to end for 40 minutes, you know, you know, and it was it was one of those things where if a team came in that was playing against us, whether it was 
the ACC or the Big Ten or any of these other conferences, um, they were not ready for A, the physicality and B, the constant pressure. I mean, you're listen, if you were lucky enough, and Ed has said this too, if you were lucky enough to get by Jeannie Smith on the top of, of the press and get through, then you're sitting in the back waiting to, to throw it away. You know, talk about the style of play, the physicality in the Big East and the and the and the of you know end to end action that you guys created. Um, yes, de definitely. Uh, you know, the the Big East was definitely one of the more physical league uh, in the country. Um, we played a style where we trapped, we pressure, we had a, all different kinds of of traps. Um, we, we were primarily a man to man team, but we we're in your face. We were gonna make you work for everything that you got. And you were right. If you we had Gene Smith, one of the best defenders in the country, but also, you know, we had some great other great defenders on, on the team. They weren't as good as Gene, but they got the job done. And, you know, my job as the guy in the back is any mistake that they make out front, they have to come, they have to deal with me at the at the at the rim. So I yeah. try to block everything and you know uh erase all the mistakes that were made up front. But it was it was great, you know. College basketball at that time was great. Uh, we were the, were the, like I said before, we were the best conference. We had some great players. And, you know, night in, night out, when we played against each other, it, it, those were some great games. Georgetown, Syracuse, Georgetown, Villanova, Georgetown, St. John's. Yep. Uh, yeah. You know, they were some great, some great games. And going against Pitt uh, with Charles Smith and his crew, uh, we, had, we had some, some, some great battles. So other than Chuck, who was the toughest big guy you faced? <laughs> Ralph Dalton. <laughs> Smart answer. No, we, they, That's they, a good answer. Great, you know, we had some very good uh, big guys, but Ralph was, it, it was rough going against Ralph day in, night in, night out, day in, day out. Uh, he helped me to, to be the player that I, that I became. But, you know, you had Ed, uh, Ed at, at Villanova, uh, you know, St. John's had, uh, had some good bigs as well. Um, Charles Smith, I, I named him. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, the, the rest of them. They just tried to beat the heck out of me. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had, a, we had a moment, Patrick, at the Spectrum, <laughs> if I recall. We had a little bit of a, a battle there for about 10 minutes until I got Yeah, yeah we did. We, we, we got into it. But, yeah. you but, know. But listen, I'm not, I'm not even, hey, even going to go down. You fun. and I that's both fun. know. You know, I had to, I had to give you that shot, Pat. Come on. Oh, this is all right. I, I, I was used to it, though. <laughs> I, I, do, Listen, I, I do. I still, I still got dunked. You still caught me on a couple of dunks. It's, it's okay. You know, it's all part of the game, right? Yes, so. it is. Yes, it so is. I, I, I got to share this with you because we've interviewed some of your teammates, Reggie, Billy, Horace, Jeannie, uh, and and then some of the guys that you played against, uh, D. McLean, for example, Eddie Pinkney, and Bill Wennington, and they all say very similar things. I mean, Bill Wennington absolutely credits you for his career. He said if he didn't have to play against you and compete against you, he would never have ever understood what it took to get to that level. So he, he throws out a lot of love. And, and the other guys, they all say the same thing, that you were just unselfish and a phenomenal teammate. And you said it yourself. You played, you did your role. And I remember Andre saying to me, the one thing about playing Patrick was they weren't always looking to get Patrick the ball, right? You know, so like in your role. So talk about your role because it, it it had to change over the four years, but you were always a steady force. There's no doubt. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, um, Bill, Bill and I had some great battles. 
Um, he was athletic. He could shoot it. Uh, he could do a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I, like I said before, I bought into the role. Mm-hmm. My role, it wasn't to go out there and get uh, 30 points, which I probably could, was to, you know, uh, get my opportunities when it was given. We had, you know, other guys that could shoot. My freshman year, Sleepy Floyd mm-hmm. uh, was definitely one of the best shooters in in the country. Uh, then we played with Michael Jackson, who sacrificed a lot of, of his game to make sure that, the, you know, we, we, we clicked. Uh, Reggie Williams is another guy. He, he had a phenomenal career here at Georgetown. It's funny. I'm watching us play against Houston, and I and I and I forgot how great he was. Unbelievable. Um, I, I picked up the phone right away and I called and I said, "Reggie, I don't know if I told you this, but you were a bad blankly blank." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh but yeah. No, I bought in. I bought in, and then you know I, I thought that I I played my role to a T. Uh, you know, defend, rebound block shots, get my opportunities and, you know, score when they throw me the lobs. And, you know, people thought that I couldn't shoot, but I had a, a very good turnaround jump shot. Oh, yeah. And also, you know, I, I developed a, a, a hook shot uh, while yep. I was here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I would tell you, too, one of the things, I mean, other than your ability to run and jump as high as you could, what what really struck me when I watched you play, whether I was on the floor with you or watching on TV, you know, and we actually rerouted for you guys when long as, you weren't playing our guys. We rooted for everybody in the Big East, you know. Right. Um, was your enthusiasm for the game and for your teammates. Like, you were more excited. In that championship game against Houston, I remember you jumping about two feet off the ground to high-five Big Mike, you know, yeah. after he made a play. You were ex- more excited more for excited everybody, than your you teammates' yeah. successes yeah. than your own. And oh, that's, yeah. a rare, that's a rare quality, especially in a superstar type of player that was the guy on, on your team. Talk well, about you that. know. Um, that's the way it was back then. You know, we all we all supported each other. You know, the games have changed now, and a lot of people and you know, a lot of kids have changed now with the way that they they handle success. Um, but it's like I said, I bought into the team. You know, and you know, if 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 the team wins, then I win. If 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 we if I do great and the team loses, what good is that? You know, I was fortunate enough to play in uh, three final games. Should have should have won all three. Uh, should have won all three. It. I'm not I'm not gonna bring up one of the, the last one. Should have won all three. That's okay. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. I was able to get one. But you know, I think that if we if we didn't if we weren't a team, if we weren't a cohesive unit, then we wouldn't have had the success that we that we had. We had some great talent, and everyone had to to uh, give up some of their their game for us to be as great as we were. Yeah, that's a good yeah. statement. Yeah. Good statement. You know, so, and we, had to, we had some of the guys on uh, and, and talk about, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get into a whole Big 85 thing with you, but talk about what it meant to have three Big East teams in the Final Four. In, in oh, 85. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It showed that it showed the whole world that the Big East was was as dominant a conference that uh, we thought we uh, we were. Yeah. You know, you had us, you had uh, Villanova, you had uh, St. John's. You know, we it was it was uh, I I mean, I'm sure for Dave Gavitt, it was a dream come true. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what he envisioned. Yes. yes. Um, But unfortunately, uh, we we beat St. John's. And then we had to go against Villanova, and they played uh, one of the, the best, the, the biggest or best game of their lives, and were able to, to knock us off. 
Um, you know, I take my hat off to Roly and Ed and, and the rest of the Dwayne and Gary. Um, they played great. Um, you know, guys came in and, and, and other, you know, role guys came in and, and played a great game for them. You know, it, it, it's funny because I'll, I'll tell you something that you probably don't know about that game. So you, you come down and power dunk three, three times, three consecutive times down the floor. And really looks at me and goes, go get Ed. I think he needs a break. I said, yeah, now you want me to go in? You got, you got the guy just threw three down in a row. So, uh, it, it, yeah, it was, it was intense. And, and, you know, in that particular, uh, game, I think what helped us is that we knew you so well as we did. Right. You know, I think that's right. really what helped us. More. You know, it's, it's hard to, to, to play a team. I think we played each other, what, three or four times that year. Um, and, it's it's hard to beat a team. I think we beat y'all uh, either two or three out of two two out two out of the four. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys y'all won the y'all y'all beat us uh, for the championship game. Yeah. But it was I enjoyed my college ex experience. Um, you know, I enjoyed my teammates that I played with. Uh, you know, it's it, it was like I tell everybody that I talk to that that was the uh, four of the best years of my career or my life, you know, to be dominant, to play on a, a, a huge stage, um, playing some great arenas and against some great, uh, great talent. Um, you know, we battled every night. Uh, right. And, you know, I think that, you know, those guys say that I um, helped them to be, to be great. Well, they helped me to be great as well because I had to bring my A game every night. Yeah, I get we're getting close to it. So I got I have got a couple questions to wrap up. One question I want to ask you. So in 84, you just ran through it. I mean, you just, just roll through it. Houston had a lot of hype. Everybody and you just you beat them like you they stole something. And you win the national championship going away. And you are obviously the gonna be the player everybody wants to pick first in the NBA draft. Was there some thoughts and pressure to hey, let's let's go hardship now? Well, first of all, I don't know. How it, you may think that that game was easy. That was not an easy game. Oh, uh, you guys uh, rolled them. Oh. You know, and I'm going against Akeem. Uh, yeah. Shoot, he's he's one of the, he's the probably the both between he and Ralph Sampson. Those are the two best bigs I've I played against at that time. Um, but uh, yeah, there was some thought of of going. Uh, you know, leaving early. I know Michael left. Charles left and a few other guys uh, left. They, back then they call it hardship. Um, but I had made a promise to my mom that I was going to finish, uh, graduate and get my degree. Uh, that's awesome. And, you know, and that's what I wanted to do. A coach Thompson came to me and told me that, you know, they're, they're going to change the rules. Uh, you may not be able to get paid as much as you probably would if you, uh, a year from now as you would uh, at that time. But I was, I enjoyed my college experience that much. And I'd made that promise to my mom that I wanted to f uh, fulfill that. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I, I got uh, two, two more questions for you, Pat, and we'll let you go. I know you're up against the, the clock. Uh, you know, Sonny and I have this argument all the time about big guys versus point guards, as far as coaching goes, the point guards seem to get all the jobs, like in baseball, yeah, they the catchers get all the jobs. So I got to tell you, and I, and you and I have talked a little bit, Pat, and I, and I said, I've really been rooting for you to do well and the Hoyas to do well, not only because you're, you're part of our Big East family, but because you're a big guy like me and I have a lot of respect for the guys of size. You know, talk about what's it like now that you're 
uh, the head Hoya and you've taken over the reins. Is it, is it as hard as you thought it would be? Is it easier than you thought it would be? How has your experience been so far? And I know you've had some, some things go on, uh, on, on your team and you've handled it. And I've seen you, uh, I've seen you up close in action with your kids and, you know, I'm an, you're still, you still got that old school mentality in you, which I love, you know, (laughs) talk about that for a second. Um, well, you're right. There are a lot of people that think that the guard point guards are, are smarter and, and better at everything than bigs. Um, and that hurt me in a lot of ways in, uh, in trying to get an NBA job. Uh, and I enjoy this experience. Um, when you ask, is it harder uh, than I thought it would be? Um, no, I had a great uh, teacher in Coach Thompson who was here. Unfortunately, now he's no longer with us. Now he's he's up in the sky, up in heaven, looking down on me and and the rest of us. But I, I put in work as as an assistant, as an NBA assistant coach for 15 years to learn and and develop my my craft. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's not harder than I thought because I, I I've been working at this for a lot of years. Yeah. But uh, I'm just happy that I, I've been given that opportunity and uh, given, been given that opportunity here at my alma mater. Um, and I thank President DeJoya for for the opportunity. Uh, and I just want to be as as great a coach uh, that I was as a player. That's my goal. Everything that I've learned, every obstacles and, and everyone knows in life, you, you're going to have bumps in the road. And it's all about how you how you handle it, how you come out of it. And that's what I keep I tell myself. That's what I tell my team. Whatever happens, it has to be able to roll off. You handle it and move on and try to be the, uh, get yourself to the next day. Yeah. And, and Pat, I, just give us your final thoughts on your your career, Coach Thompson, and what you know, what takeaways you took from coach and what are some of the things that you've changed? And one of the some what are some of the things that you use that that Thompson uh, used with you guys uh, back when we were playing? Well, I was fortunate enough to one coach with and play for a lot of great coaches. Yeah, you know, Coach Thompson was definitely a huge influence on my life, both as a player and as a coach. Um, you know, it's funny because uh, until last year with the pandemic. You know, every practice we had, he was always here. I hear that side door open and I see him, you know, shuffling his feet to come over. He sit in the back and, you know, every now and then he might chirp something out, maybe chirp some uh, some profanities at me. But, uh, you know, I learned a lot from him. You know, he's when I first uh, had I got the interview and I, then I got the job, one of the things he always told me is that he knew I could coach. You know, said coaching was only uh, 30% of this job. The, the every uh, 70% is the, all the other things that that happens, the bumps in the road, like we talked, we, we alluded to uh, dealing with the professors, dealing with, with uh, the alumni, uh, doing these interviews. Uh, so, you know, those are the, some of the, 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 the lessons that he, he, uh, he bestowed on me you know, while he was here. And in terms of his coaching, every, you know, I borrow from all of them. You know, not just Coach Thompson, Jeff Van Gundy, uh, Stan Van Gundy, Pat Wright, all of the, the guys that I was fortunate enough to to play for and work with, Steve, uh, Steve Clifford, uh, Tom Thibodeau. I borrow from all of them. So little bits and pieces of their, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm part of all of their trees. Uh, so I just borrow bits and pieces of it and um, just try to be the best coach I can be, best teacher I can be. Well, 
You know what? That that's a great way to wrap it up. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I know your schedule's pressing. Um, Say hello to Lewis. Appreciate you. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. We appreciate you coming in. Every time I see Coach Bayheim, I say, you know, I gotta I gotta check uh, Lou every time we play you guys. I have to make sure there's no orange. You don't have no orange underwear or something orange on. (laughs) You know he's got something on. You know he does. Yeah, that's true. All right, fellas, have a good right. one. Hey, thanks Stay again. Set. We'll have to have I'll you back when we can talk some more, Patrick. Thank yes, you. Sir. All right, All right, man. Have a bye, great bye. day. You've been listening to the Big East Rewind with Chuck Everson and Sonny Sparrow. The Big East Rewind was directed and produced by Nick Chico Chorus and Daryl Gurney. You can get us on uh, Gmail by emailing us at bigeastrewind at gmail.com. And we are on Spotify and YouTube. Please, when you go to YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe. Thanks a lot. Have a great night.